Welcome, everybody, back to the award show edition of the Stardust Press Podcast, because after this week, we are going to be suffering. Uh, but, you know... Uh, putting it mildly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, man, we're hard to pump in three to four shows over the next two <laughs> podcasts. Uh, I mean, hey, but we're gamed. We're gamed, you know. It, it, it'll be... It'll be a tall task, but you know, it, hey, we'll, if we'll make it happen. If anybody can do it, we can do it. Yeah, especially since most of what we say probably will not be about the matches. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I don't think uh, we ever talk about the matches when we review shows. So no, <laughs> why? Why? Why would we sit here and tell you like, we might go, oh, this move was cool, but I can't tell you a match move by move. That's too much. Oh yeah, great German suplex by Shuri to my Sakurai, I guess. Yeah, yeah, my Sakurai. Yeah, that's the true. Uh, but wizard right there. Oh my god! I shit. Who's I was gonna make a technical wizard joke about somebody in this on this fucking Stardom card. I gotta remember who it was. Oh no! Uh, is it is it Yanagi? <laughs> no. Uh... Oh, it, it might have been. Uh, what you call it? Uh, Waka because she was doing uh, arm limb targeting on uh, Shiri. I was like, fuck yeah, technical wizard Wakasuki. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> True expert Wakasuki armor. Uh, dude, uh, uh, I love Waka. Uh, anyway, we, uh, we watched... Uh, My favorite New Yorker. <laughs> oh, for true. For true. Best one. Step aside, Eddie Kingston. You ain't winning no belts. Uh, Eddie Kingston fears Wakasuki armor. I agree. That's uh, the name of the podcast this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? That's for true. <laughs> uh, but we watched uh, Ganbari Joshi and uh, Stardom's Osaka Super War Cinderella. Uh, both shows were very fast, very very fast. Actually, I was expecting. I was. I started watching the shows yesterday, and I was like, "All right, time to get here, get ready for these, this three-hour Stardom show." <laughs> You know what's surprisingly they um stardom show nothing went over twenty minutes. Which thank God. <laughs> Momo and Momo took Azumi and Saya to the Dragon Gate show before she turned on and was just like, Okay, you see this? This was thirteen minutes, let's do that. <laughs> 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 and it definitely was not the show with your motto versus Ben K. So <laughs> you know. Um Getting a, I guess we're getting the Gombar Joshi first since stardom is a little more topical because you know, chaos. Yeah, stardom, 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 really. Yeah. So uh, the Gombar Joshi show uh, at Shinkiba. I love you. Was the name of the show at Shinkiba? Yep. Yeah, that means you couldn't see shit when they went outside. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, the first match of the show, we had uh, another match of Yuri's trial shiri- uh, series, the yeah. Glamorous Valkyrie. It was the third match. We had that Yuri versus uh, Saki from Actress Girls. Yeah. Yeah, well, formerly of Actress Girls, now of well, Colors. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, one, I, and I thus far am enjoying uh, Yuri's trial series because, one, it also it kind of brings back to reality, like yo, she's still a rookie and she has room to develop, and she's not gonna be able to do that if she's not wrestling, you know, top tier talent. And I thought her and Saki did a pretty good job. Of course, there were some slip ups. Uh, 
seems like you're he's trying a little bit too hard to trying to make everything perfect. I'm like, yo, don't, no need to do that. <laughs> we don't, mm-hmm. I don't care. <laughs> you mess up, whatever. Uh, my favorite type of wrestling is Anokiism old heads that just mess up actual wrestling moves and just punch each other in the face. Do that. <laughs> um, Saki did this, the giant swing, and then she just like let go of one of her legs and just dropped Yuri on her head and put her in the Boston <laughs> crab. And I learned how to cackle. I was like, what? It's like, you know what? More wrestlers should do that. They should do a giant swing, let go of one leg, and then go straight into a Boston crab because that is absolutely ridiculous. And I love it. Saki must not be a Rey Mysterio fan because as soon as Yuri went for the 619, she flipped her switch and just started beating the brakes off her. <laughs> she was like, nah. <laughs> if anything, like, seeing, because I don't really watch Actress Girls, but, like, seeing either. Saki recently in, like, uh, Ganbar and Aishraman, I guess. Um, was it Aishraman that she was in? No, it was a uh, wave. Oh, yeah, wave, that was it. Yeah. Um, I'm fake Joshi fan. Yeah, me too. Um, I've really like come to like Saki because like at first I thought she was just like. I'm glad we don't someone... have to watch Actress Girls next year, and she'll just be everywhere. So that's sweet. Good to see yeah, more Saki. Yeah, I really, I really thought that Saki was just somebody that like was hyped up on social media, but she she really does deliver. Like I'm yeah, glad that good. I ate my words and that I'm quite a big fan of Saki, like, I wasn't expecting this match to be one of the ones where I'm like, oh yeah, Saki's actually really good. Ah, uh, the only reason I hate her because she stole Itsuki Aoki's belt. Other than that, I don't get no problem with her. I mean, <laughs> I was a fan of her because she just had that tiger belt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'd send out a tweet, I was like, I need Totoro Suzuki versus Saki in a winner-takes-all tiger match. I mean, I really just thought that, that the tiger belt was like an accessory or something. Yeah, it was. I told you it was an actual belt. You were shocked. <laughs> it's because I don't wa- watch Aishra skills. Like, I know I'm like. I didn't know it was a belt either. Until <laughs> Grieger is like Saki three belts. I'm like, yo, what the fuck is that third belt? And I'm like, you see that big tiger there? I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I hope she just carries that tiger with her because I can't see anything. Apparently, like... that's the colors belt. So hopefully, she just keeps that belt <laughs> and it just keeps becoming a colors thing. <laughs> I mean, saying she's, like, the boss of the Colors unit now, I'm mm-hmm. assuming she gets to keep the Tiger, which she should, first of all, because that's, like, probably the best belt in wrestling in general. Like, I, I think she should get to keep all the, the, all the Actress Girl belts because they're pretty nice belts. You just don't get to see them. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, Actress isn't really, like, a company anymore, so she should probably keep the belts, but like, I have yet to see a belt that looks better than the Tiger belt. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Like AW who? <laughs> oh, little shitty belts over there. Come on now. Uh, but yeah, I thought this was a good uh, next uh, match in her trial series. Uh, so-, so disrespectful of Saki to win with the Michinoku driver. Uh, for those who don't know, Yuri's trainer is Taka Michinoku. I'm like, this is kind of fucked up. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I hope everybody else that beats Yuri in a trial series beats her with a Michinoku driver. Dumps on her head. Uh... <laughs> It should just be every variation of the Michinoku driver. The Michinoku driver one, two, three, all of them. Uh, the one that um, Micah does where she just drops you on your head. You have yeah. no choice. <laughs> I can imagine her and Taka training. And Taka's like, do you want the safe one or the not so safe one? <laughs> Micah was like, say no more. Let me drop them on the head. Yeah, it was like, you know, which one looks the best? Okay. <laughs> I got you. No worries. Uh, I'm going to break someone's neck the quickest. Yeah. 
Then Kenoka came out after and said, "You suck, son. You ready to quit? <laughs> <laughs> you suck." I love this like uh, Kenoka. He's just like, "Oh, you're fucking shit, um, Yuri. Do you want to quit, you bitch?" <laughs> <laughs> Keep fighting on. Come back, come back. I'm like, okay, emotional supportive dad Kenoka who just degrades her before <laughs> he gives her props. <laughs> Yeah, Yuri, why don't you just, like, kill yourself? You're terrible. Yeah, maybe you should quit. <laughs> uh, I don't know what the next match of a trial series is, but I know on one eight or one... some On the first week of January at Soda at, uh, Shoda's Indie Summit show, she's facing Ayame Sasamura. Uh, but as far as, like, her next trial match for Ganjo, I don't, I don't know what that is. Uh, I don't think they've announced it. I hope it's something ridiculous and she just gets ended. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope she's fighting like Mayu or something. I don't know why she'd fight Mayu, but I hope it's some like ace of a company where she just absolutely gets demolished. I hope it's Takumi and Takumi just kicks her head off. <laughs> oh, imagine if it was like Tsukasa Fujimoto or something. Oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fujimoto's not pulling, holding back nothing. She's going full throttle. Oh, yeah, she's uh, definitely killer. But yeah, it was a fine uh, little match in the trial series. I can't wait to see Kenoka degrade her some more. So, <laughs> so um, after that, we had Miku Aono and Natsuki versus Hikaru Shimizu and Rina Amikura. These are all former Actress girls, I believe. Uh, and you know what? For my first time seeing, I think, uh, Natsuki, and then I've seen the the one in the orange before but i don't remember much <laughs> the one in the orange yeah the one in the orange <laughs> okay <laughs> uh it was a fun little showcase match uh actress girls might also be crackheads <laughs> um i feel uh, like actress girls is like low-key crackheads like i don't know why i haven't ever like checked out the promotion before but i don't feel like it <laughs> insane <laughs> Uh, my favorite part was the one in the orange chopping Miku Aino and like it barely getting any sound and then Miku Aino just like kicking her as hard as she can in the leg and it sounded like a gunshot. <laughs> you know what? Miku Aino is like such an absolute unit. I really hope she signs with um, Aishribun when Aikra Skills is like finally put into the ground. You know what? This just turned into us burying Aikra Skills. I'm sorry. They got good wrestlers. I just don't feel like I'm glad that they're all leaving. <laughs> no offense. Uh, but yeah, you... like, Miku Aino is, like, such an absolute unit, honestly. Like, I really enjoy what she brings to just Joshi as a general because I feel like there's not a lot of, like, powerful wrestlers, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, kind of like, like the Unimanase types in the world. Or Himeka, I guess. But... Maiko Ozaki. Yeah, so you don't get a lot of, like, that in Joshi because everybody's so much smaller and, like, quicker. So I think it's, like, kind of a, a bit of a fresh air having uh, Mikuano as, like, yeah. an absolute unit that d- destroys everybody in front of her. Yeah, and, of course, she got the win for her team. She's also, like, one half of the Actress Girls Tag Champs with uh, Pekoro Sakaguchi. I forgot their fucking name. I'm not going to remember it, but... <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, um... Like I said, fun little match. Uh, just to showcase everybody involved, and you know, probably you'll see more of them next year as Actress Girl closes down all wrestling operations. So, yeah, I feel like a lot of um, Actress Girls 
are gonna end up signing with either Gambara or Aishraben. Or Xavier Pro Wrestling, but you know. That too. Or they'll just go join a Saki's Colors group. Yeah, I feel like there's like a few options for everybody. I don't see anyone from Actress Girls at the minute going to stardom. Because mm-hmm. if if they were, I feel like stardom probably would have swooped up Saki. Mm-hmm. She seems like a very stardom girl in my my eyes, but Saki you know seems like a I don't want to go to stardom person. <laughs> <laughs> Saki is very much like, yo, I just want to, like, chill and beat people up with my tiger belt. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, after that we had Mocha Harui versus Harukaze. So, do you like this Harukaze gear or the Tifa Lockhart one? Uh, the Tifa Lockhart one. I don't know who Tifa Lockhart is because I'm just uneducated fool. Yeah. But it's, it's... I like her other gear. Yeah. It kind of threw me for a loop, but I was like, all right. You know what? One of my favorite things as far as with Gambari Joshi is the steady, slow improvement of Farukazi. She, of course, has been wrestling for a while, but she took that long break because, you know, health stuff. And she, they try to run her as a heel, but that's not really where she should be. She thrives as an underdog baby face. Uh, so it's good to see her seemingly train. Uh, or uh, transform back into that role. Uh, and Mocha Harui is very, very good. So I enjoyed this one, of course. I feel like uh, Mocha Harui is someone that doesn't really get enough praise in, like, kind of the Joshi circle of things. Yeah. Because most know, freelancers been... don't get a lot of uh, praise unless they do something yeah. that's like, uh, like Rina Yamashita, who does death matches, but, like, her actual wrestling doesn't get much credit. Or, uh, yeah, I feel like that's that's kind of the thing though. Like, unless you stand out mm-hmm. massively, then you you don't really get praise because she's been around for quite a while. Yeah. I think she's one of Emi Sakura's trainees. I believe so. I know she. I forgot what company she was signed to for a while. It might have been Wave or JWP. I don't remember. Uh, but you know, probably she, Wave. But uh, left and freelance, and now it seems like although she's still freelance, it seems like. Gonbar Joshi's probably, I guess, what you want to call her home promotion, like most freelancers have, uh, which is not only good for her, but good for the brand because Yuna Manase has seemingly grabbed a bunch of people that she feels like she can trust and help building the brand. Uh, she's got a lot of connections. That's just point blank. Uh, and I think the starting four being Yuna. Mocha, Harakaze, and Yuri is a good start to what they could do in the future. Uh, which is really the theme of Gambar. It's what can they do in the future? Because they have a nice product now, but what does the future hold for them? And I think they're going to eventually transform into that. Uh, how Shanshiro Takagi said he wanted a serious Joshi promotion. I think that's what Gambar Joshi is eventually going to evolve to. Uh, so only time will tell, but Thought this match was good. Good story. Mocha won with this out-of-control choke. It's kind of like the one Akan Fujita does, but it seemed like Mocha was trying to rip her shoulder out of her head. and <laughs> it, was, it, it was nuts. Uh, had a little moment after the match. You know, they expressed gratitude toward each other, you know, before they went to intermission. And then when things got back, that's when the crackheads came out. 
<laughs> yeah. So uh, this is the most <laughs> this is the most Stardust Press podcast tag match I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. So we had a uh, secret captains fall six man tag team elimination match. We yeah. had they wrote uh, on the Kresge. paper. Oh yeah. They wrote on the paper who their captain was, but didn't say who it was, and that'll come into play soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we had uh, Kaisuke Ishii. Kanoka and Mizuki Watase versus Shota, Soma Takao, and uh, Shinichiro Tominaka. That's my guy right there. I fucking love Shinichiro Tominaka. Uh, can I just say that Shota and Soma having matching gear is my favorite thing this year? Yeah. <laughs> Soma's, Soma's gear makes me fucking laugh. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> uh, the pants is just funny. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so Shota grabs the mic and he goes, Dog, we know the captain is Kenoka, and then that's when Keisuke and Watase charged them. It's like, shut up. But uh, this was a really, like, you know, it had its moments like uh, Ishii and Watase trying to keep Kenoka out the match. Uh, But this was a really good tag match. Uh, Once again, showcasing that you're going to have to keep your eyes on both Ganbari branches going into next year because the talent they have. Is insane. Uh, this match overall was a showcase for Mizuki Watase because he just signed with Ganbari from DDT and he thrived. Dude looks rejuvenated. It's just insane that this guy was just sitting in the DDT undercard tags with Antonio Honda and Yukio Naya for like the past year plus. And uh, it's just insane. Um, so eventually, Ishii got eliminated over the top rope. I think Soma got eliminated over the top rope. Um, uh, I think Watase eliminated Soma over the top rope because I know yeah. that Watase pins uh, Shota, and that's when the match ends because Shota was the secret captain. And uh, yeah, yeah, okay, Ishii and Soma went over the top rope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So yeah, Watase was the captain for the one team, and then. Uh, Shota was the captain for the other, and Shota was fighting the two-on-one match. It was crazy. Uh, but he won. Like I said, Ganbari's got crazy talent. Crazy talent. Um, I wonder with uh, Kenoka, he's challenging Takaiwa for the Spirit of Ganbari belt. If he loses, maybe they run back Watase and Takaiwa, where Takaiwa beat the absolute dog shit out of Watase. <laughs> I mean, I hope they do because that would just be incredible if they did. Uh, Also, I hope they get tag title soon and then just put it on Shota and Selma and it just stay there. I mean, they should do. If they're willing to, like, put effort into, like, actual established tag teams, then I'd assume they do a tag title. Well, well, I take that back. I think they should put it on Selma and Shota and then have them lose to... The weekend lovers, Oscar and Sunitro Tomonaga, and they just hold it forever. So yeah, they should definitely do that. But I mean, yeah. to be fair, if like Gamber uh, are actually putting effort into tag teams, then you'd assume that eventually they have a tag title. Same, yeah, probably a Joshi title if they're yeah. going all in in this Gamber Joshi. Well, they had the GWC six person belts, and then they kind of deactivated those. So it'd be a question if they go with tag titles or trios titles. Uh, that'll be the big question mark. 
because they probably won't do both. I think they should just go with straight up two on two tag titles. I don't see why yeah. not. Uh, but yeah, hopefully they get that Joshi title in there soon. Uh, that was just a little showcase of the Ganbari men. They usually have one or two of these matches on the Ganbari Joshi show. And then Which we get is fine. I mean, I guess we need men on the show. <laughs> yeah, on the Ganbari Joshi, I need to see men. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then we get to the main event, which is the culmination of the story of Yunamadase cannot beat you, Yamagata. <laughs> and you know what? She beat her. Let's, yeah. let's just say that. Yeah, she finally did it. Uh, it was a fine match. It was very methodical, very slow building up until the finish, uh, which is fine, uh, especially for someone like you, Yamagata, who's a technical wrestler, so she just kind of works people over. And Yunamadase, who's just an absolute big titty unit. <laughs> big titty unit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, uh, Monase eventually got the win after she hit two of her little uh, full Nelson glam slam things that I don't know what it's called. <laughs> you know what? Not enough people give credit to Unamanase. I mean, we all know that Emi Sakura train like half of Joshi but you know Manase trained she trained the other half (laughs) she trained the other half half was Zemi Sakura the other half was you and like yeah like a third was Fuka (laughs) yeah literally like there's three people that train like the entire like roster of Joshi women at the moment yeah so if you were trained by Fuka Yuna or Emi you're you're probably set for the rest of your life oh for sure if he's real trained by Emmy, you probably got an AEW deal coming. <laughs> yeah, that's true. If uh, you if you were trained by Uni, you're probably signed with Gumbo Joshi at the moment. If you were trained by Fuki, you're probably just in stardom. <laughs> yeah, or you're retired. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, they closed out the show with Shota and Yu Yamagata singing karaoke. <laughs> You know what? I think every show should be closed out with Shota Yamagata. Yamagata. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like ends with Yamagata and Shota singing karaoke. Like yeah. they get for WrestleMania to open the show. You Yamagata and Shota singing "America the Beautiful." <laughs> <laughs> Vince McMahon's like, wow, I heard you, Yamagata, was, like, pretty big. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it beats having Flow Rider every year, so... <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, that was enough of that show. You know, it was fine. I-, I look forward to what they do next year. I can only assume bigger things. Hopefully, they go to a Mocha and Yuna program, because that could be quite good. Uh, Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Uh, then we watched the Stardom Osaka, Super War, Cinderella, Pocahontas, and Osaka. Yeah, so we came from uh, the Adion Arena in Osaka. Yeah, Adion yeah. Arena. Uh, we had Sherry was on commentary, apparently. Yeah, I figured that out halfway through the show. I'm like, why are you here? <laughs> <laughs> why are you getting paid? <laughs> yeah, dude, get, go, go home. Yeah, Russell. so... Um... I don't know if you watched this match, but I watched uh, the Shuri pre-show. Oh, I did. Farming for XP against Lady C, My Sakurai. She was Black trying to get her. She was trying to farm her <laughs> AEW dark record. Yeah, she was like Shuri was like, I need to like get um a load of like level up XPs ready for Yatami on the 29th. So I'm just gonna kill a bunch of like rookie children. 
to I, Earth Thirty. I love Waka's non copyrighted EDM music. It's so funny. <laughs> uh, Waka, my favorite person from New York. I agree. Waka's probably Waka's just my favorite person in general. Love her. When are we gonna get Eddie Kingston versus Waka Tsukiyama? That's what I want to know. In a battle of New York. <laughs> <laughs> the winner gets to say they're from New York. New York Street Fight. <laughs> Um, but this is just I love that not only did all of the people get offense in but Shiri just ended up just winning out of nowhere like Waka got in most of the offense and she ran off the ropes Shiri just kicked her in the head and won (laughs) (laughs) that's my favorite thing about like literally any Shiri match is that someone will get the offense for probably 90% of the match and then Shiri just kicks them in the head and wins that's 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 how Shuri matches should go. Uh, you know what? I hope I have, I hope I get to wrestle Shuri one day because I just want to like grapple her for probably thirty minutes, then get kicked in the head and lose. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord! Uh, my Sakurai did some. I can't remember what she did, but she did some move, and I'm like, yeah, you know what? She might be bad, but that that's one of my favorite moves. So we ain't gonna slander her. <laughs> I can't remember what she Holy. did. All I remember from this match was um, Waka being pretty good at, like, grappling with Shuri, which I wasn't expecting. Like, I don't really watch many Waka matches, but... You don't know about UWF Waka. Yeah, like, my favorite MMA fighter, Waka Sukiyama. Also remember from this match is Lady C whooping Shuri's ass. (laughs) Um... You know what? I will give it to Shuri that she she will always put over someone if she's in a match with them. Like yeah. she will literally let them get like majority of the offense, and she's like, "Okay, but I'm gonna win by kicking you straight in the face." Some DDM members got to give people offense. <laughs> J- uh, Julia. <laughs> yeah, no, we know that's not true. <laughs> that ain't happening. And Hazuki said, "I'm also not giving you offense." <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I rewatched that um, match with Hazuki and Julia the other day, where um, we literally had T-shirt Naito Hazuki, and she was just like, "I don't care." She got hit with a chair, and she did. She nope. was just like, "Whatever." No. Nope. Like, anyway, no. I'm kick you in the head <laughs> as hard as I can. You can sell it or not; it doesn't matter. <laughs> That's why I really like that we've got T-shirt Hazuki back at the moment. Like, I'm pretty sure she's just waiting until she gets her new gear sent in, but. You know what? T-shirt Hazuki. T-shirt Hazuki is just waiting for her next Julia single so she can fucking boot her in the skull. <laughs> <laughs> no sell all of her finishes, boot her in the she skull. Just, she just no sells like a chair to the face and she's like, all right, I'm gonna Julia's gonna the do the now. Northern Lights bomb and Hazuki's gonna stand right back up. <laughs> <laughs> Akira Hope does gonna be on commentary. Julia's gonna hit it. She's gonna stand right back up and hit the Kinsuke Sasaki Larry. Gonna... <laughs> I hope that happens. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! But hey, Lady C, she's been watching a lot, a lot of Giant Baba tapes, and I think that style works well for her. But somebody needs to slot her the Vader and Kyoko Kamura tapes, so I can show her that I want her to just murk people. Okay? Yeah, I really want like Kyoko Kamura Lady C, where she just comes out in like and bell bottom jeans. <laughs> <laughs> And the ganja shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she just, like, boots people in the face. Like, she on, should just be Yumi Oka, where she just 
does the big boot for everything. Comes on the back of Yuko Miyamoto's motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. That, you see, you gotta, somebody's got to show Lady C these tapes. I understand wanting to be a you know nice, hard-fighting baby face, but hey, sometimes you just got to kill people. I'm trying to see sometimes... you do dangerous power bombs. <laughs> sometimes you just neck. have to be Kyoko Kimura. <laughs> oh, I need her to do the Kevin Nash jackknife where she... Because the jackknife is essentially where you want to do a powerbomb, but you just don't care enough to follow through, so you just lift them up and let go. <laughs> okay, that's just Himeka. <laughs> <laughs> no, because Himeka actually does an actual powerbomb. Hers is just oh. super dangerous. Like <laughs> Himeka Kevin just Nash... like says, I'm going to give you a concussion. Yeah, she runs and actually follows through with it. Kevin Nash, he lifts him up for the powerbomb, and then he just drops his hands and lets him drop. <laughs> Wherever you land is where you land, okay? You know what? And that's why we love Kevin Nash. Yeah, shouts out to Big Sexy Lady C. <laughs> <laughs> you well, know I'm trying to like see the fantasy booking of Lacey and uh, Kevin Nash as a tag team. <laughs> it's just back elbows <laughs> and big boots, double choke Lady slams. C, <laughs> Lady C needs to be more like Kevin Nash. Maybe she'd get over. Yeah, yeah, brother. <laughs> the reason she don't draw. So apparently, after this match, I didn't see it because I was in a rush to watch all the matches. Uh, two Momo Mask people appear, and one is very obviously Mariah Mayumi because they did a terrible job of hiding her. Yeah, um, she beat up, I think, Lady C. Um, she did something to her. I can't remember. Maybe her mask came off, and it's very terrible job of hiding. Yeah, pretty much. Like her mask flew off. It was very blatantly Mariah Mayumi, and she was like, and "Oh I, shit, I need to put my mask back on." And then somebody else, I don't know who. Tecla. <laughs> yeah, probably Tecla, probably just anybody from any promotion at the moment, because, I mean, everybody's leaving, so it could be yeah. could be anybody. It could be Tecla, it could be someone from Actress Girls, but I don't know the name. Yeah. Could be Kigetsu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Could be I, Natsu Samire. I think this is hilarious how they... This is so fucking stupid to bring in Mariah Mayumi like this. There's no need for this. It's so uh, stupid. Like you watch what Mariah Mayumi did in uh, TJPW. She's already better like... than most of the people on their roster, and this is how we bring her in. I don't know. This and is... plus, like, she's going after, assuming it's Mariah Mayumi, she's going after people that are, like, in the future division. Yeah. Mariah Mayumi is going to be out of that in, like, a couple of months, I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah. Because her. And, well, no, because it got extended to three years. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but even then, like, I think she's been wrestling for two years, I'm pretty sure. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. So she will be out in a little bit. Yeah. So I don't know why they're debuting her like this. Maybe they're going to give her a different gimmick, but I don't know. I think this is stupid. I mean, I'm glad it happened because I can make fun of them for doing it. Uh, Mariah Mayumi is by all means a good pickup, but it, it's so fucking stupid to bring her in like this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know who the other Moro Mask person is. It could be, it, could, it genuinely could be anybody at this point. Like, I hope it's somebody I don't even know who the fuck it is. I hope it's just a random trainee. Me too, but I also hope it's just like somebody that's like established and they just decided to pick on rookies. Like, why not give it to like Natsu? I know she's not going to come back to stardom. Because she just seems to be promoting people outside of Stardom at the moment. Because but... she hates fucking Stardom. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> that's who fucking hates Stardom. She's about to join, uh, join Team Yellow because that's all she's mm-hmm. been promoting on her Twitter at the minute. But 
I'd like it to be someone established because it's like I'm not gonna lie, the future but future belt is like fucking pointless at this at this point in time. Most of the so, stardom belts are pointless, so that's true. I'm not sure the world of stardom champion or white belt champion. Belt. Yeah. Don't yeah. matter. Well uh well I mean Sam's sticking it up. <laughs> nah. I mean she does, even though she's having shit matches and that makes me so mad. Uh, yeah, that's true. But yeah, that was whatever. Uh, shit, what was the next match? Was it, um, was it the start the of the round. tournament? Yeah. Yeah, we had the first round of the 10, 10 million yen. I think it was a one, 1 million yen. Hang on. No, that's six zeros. 10 million. Okay. <laughs> uh, the 10 million yen artist stardom uh, tournament we had. Himeka, Micah, and Supoi from DDM versus uh, the Team Marvelous team of Maria Rin, Rin Katakura and Takumi Iroha. This might be my match of the night. Not for sure. Because the bear yeah, was flying I, in the main event. I mean, <laughs> I think uh, I prefer, minus the bear flying, but I think I prefer this match out of any of them. Yeah, mostly because really, every stardom yeah. wrestler is relatively safe and careful. The Marvelous Girls don't care. They are being <laughs> stiff and snug. <laughs> They're doing everything. They do not care about being safe. They come up for your life. They're going to show you what guyism is all about, okay? <laughs> that's, that's very true. I really want to like, see no, um, uh, Rin Katakura and Micah as a singles match. Yeah, because, like, okay, so... Like, Poi was being worked over, and Maria got tagged in, and Maria was just straight up shoot-booting her in the skull, <laughs> not holding back nothing. <laughs> Maria's like, yeah, no. Honestly, uh, that's what I, I really like about um, the Chigusa trainees, is that they just... They laid in. Straight in. Like, Chigusa held, holds no punches, like, when she was wrestling, so it's really nice to see that um, Takumi, Maria, and Ren are exactly the same as her. Like they will, they will just kill you if you were in the yeah. ring with them. Yeah. Um, you know, I I was clickbaited because I thought the main event was gonna be a four way ladder match. I was like, oh sweet, but no, it was just two on two. That's whack. Uh, even more whack that Marvelous team lost. Uh, but I mean, I understand artists, champions, whatever. Yeah, you can't really give the artist title to Maria, Rin, and Takumi. You could. I mean, yeah. I mean, I would if I was in charge of starting. I'm not going to lie. I would, too, because I'm a better booker than Rossi Ogawa. So. <laughs> uh, uh, but no, this is a really, really fun match. I want to see all these people uh, have singles. Uh, they probably Takumi's probably had singles with like two of these people, but I'm not going to see it because it's probably in five-star. Uh, <laughs> I feel like she probably did wrestle them, but I didn't watch most of Five Star. I don't think. I only watched Mina matches. <laughs> so, I mean, that's the mood. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, the uh, DDM team won because Hameka got the pin, and her banger with team song played once again. Yeah, it's a fire on the dance floor, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's for true. Uh. Then we get to the other first round match. Yeah, the other first round match was the Stars team of Hazuki, Kogama, and Mayu Iwatani versus the Cosmic Angels team of Minishirakawa, Tamnakano, and Yunisayaka. 
very weird saying Hazuki is a part of stars. Yeah, it's still weird, but it's not weird from an in-ring aspect because this stars trio worked flawlessly together, <laughs> okay? I like uh, how um, stars has basically become like the OGs of stardom. Yeah. Also, I think it's not even a question that Koguma and Hazuki are the best tag team in stardom right now. <laughs> yeah, honestly, like they they probably have the best chemistry out of anybody that I can They've think of at the moment. They've had better tag matches in the past month than the current tag champions have had their entire run and starting together. So <laughs> you, you say that, but I'm about to flummish you with the year-end awards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> this, oh, Lord. Terrible. Anyway. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, I love that this trio, uh, the Cosmic Angels trio, are finally starting to gel seamlessly. It took them a while, mostly because Mina and Nagi have not wrestled a lot. Also, because Nagi isn't too great. Uh, and Tam has not been too great since she's won the white belt. Uh, I can't believe Mina Shurikawa is the best member of Cosmic Angel at the moment. I can believe it. So, <laughs> uh, But no, I thought this was a fun, solid match. It served its purpose. The finish was like so nice out of nowhere. I, I love when Hazuki just does the Hazuki stroll out of nowhere and gets the win. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, she doesn't do that enough, in my opinion. Like, Because she just wants to draw people on her head. Stone Pitbull Hazuki. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love, like, this is a thing where I say Hazuki is probably, I'm going on Shandam, but this is why I think Hazuki is probably one of the best wrestlers in the moment, because she's the perfect, like, mix of Kagetsu, Io Shirai, and Yoshiko, which is like the three best wrestlers you could probably get out of Joshi at the moment. Oh yeah, for sure. Anyway. Mm. So yeah, uh, Hazuki pinned Mina, I think it was, with the Hazuki stroll, because Mina was about to put her away after she hit Big Juice and then she was going for the uh, glamorous drive of Mina, and Hazuki said yeah, enough of that. <laughs> uh... Which that puts stars in the main event for stars versus DDM in the weird ladder match that I was very confused by the rules. <laughs> yeah, I literally had no idea what was happening with that, but we don't have to talk about that in the moment. So we can yeah. talk about the uh, loser must join opposite unit. Captain Fall. Mask versus Captain Face Paul. versus Nose. <laughs> It was uh, Mask versus uh, Momo must join Oedo Tai fall eight women tag match, I guess. Mm-hmm. We had the Oedo Tai team of Konami, Ruaka, Saki Kashima, and Starlight Kid versus the Queen's Quest team of Azumi, Momo, Watanabe, Sayakamitani, and Yutami Haishi. Uh, I. Okay. So. <laughs> Okay, one, I didn't think this was a bad match. I really enjoyed this one. Uh, yeah, this is definitely, like, probably the second best match on the card. Thanks yeah. to the, I think the, this um, is the second best Odotai uh, Captain's Fall match. Only behind when uh, Natsuko won Starlight Kid, because it was just so great. Um, I don't know. The other the other Odotai was Queen's Quest Captain's Fall match is pretty good. Was it a Captain's Fall match? No, uh, the no. one where Tom had to leave. Oh yeah, no, I'm talking about of recent Oedo Tai. Oh right, yeah. yeah, yeah I love I'm how Oedo Tai and Queen's Quest have been feuding for, for like ever. five years. 
<laughs> like, Eo and Kagetsu aren't even involved anymore, and these two still hate each other. Yeah, uh, but yeah, uh, the only reason that this is behind the Starlight Kid one because Natsuko just became the top heel one one night. <laughs> uh, I love that, honestly. Yeah, I can't wait to see her back. I am, I very much miss her. Um, but yeah, I thought the match was good. Uh, I thought how they did the captain's fall was weird, okay? Because if y'all don't know, Momo ended up turning in on Azumi and Queen's Quest to join Oedotai anyway, but she got DQ'd because she was a captain. But what really pigeonholed them was making Kid... Well, they could have kept Kid a captain, but making Momo the other captain, they could have made... With Captain's Falls matches, it can be anybody on the team. Because, like, I know in one Captain's Falls match, like, Natsu was the captain or something. Uh, I mean... Natsu is definitely the leader of a way to tie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's my canon. <laughs> yeah, uh, but they, I think what they should have did was have Azumi and Kid be the two captains. So when yeah. Momo turned and hit uh, Azumi with a chair, Kid could just pin Azumi and that'd be the match. Yeah, I feel like that would have made a bit more sense than yeah. just... Because even then, like, the DQ doesn't even make sense with mm-hmm. Momo hitting Azumi with a chair because... No, it's because she hit the ref after. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. But, no, but, but... still, like, um, Momo's the captain, so it doesn't matter what she does anyway. No, so... it does, because if the captain is eliminated there, that's the match. Yeah, that's true. But I'm just saying it's weird to do the DQ. Because, uh, I mean... Yeah. I mean, the heads, it's not like they were afraid of anybody getting pinned ahead of their title matches because Saya got pinned by uh, Saki. Um, but then again, they they probably didn't want to allude to Azumi being the actual leader of a way to tie. Or uh, Queen's Quest. Uh, uh, well, Queen's Quest, sorry. Yeah, but it also would play into her rivalry with Kid. Also, would, and it would also help build to the high speed title match. So they probably could have yeah, just I did her as captain. Yeah, probably, I mean, I feel I like just the think whole it would made more sense. <laughs> yeah, I just think it would have made more sense if they just had Azumi as a captain. That way, not only could the turn make sense, but you have a decisive finish, and Kid beats uh, Azumi. You got more stuff to build to in the high speed title match, and because the DQ finish is just weird, it's just weird. <laughs> yeah. Like, I have no problem with the turn because, unlike a lot of people, I am smart. I understood <laughs> that in this era's Queen's Quest, Momo was going nowhere. That's just the truth. Momo yeah, was I mean, always going to be there behind Utami and Saya. That's just how it is. <laughs> I mean, it's um, like even with the um, the Shoe Pro um, cover when you had, when Bougereau first bought Stardom, Utami was on the cover. Yatami at that point was nobody in Queen's Quest, so they already knew that she was going to be, you know, the main focus of Queen's Quest. So, yes. no offense to Momo, absolutely love her, but she was not going to get anywhere. Yeah, and people Bruce kept. had already decided, no, you are lame, we do not want you. Fans kept tricking themselves into believing that she was going to get this push, but it was never happening. That's the truth. Her being a little tie is probably the best case scenario right now because one, Konami's leaving. Natsuko's still out for probably another year or a couple months. 
So right now it's just kids, Saki, Ruraka, and, and Fukigen, and Fukigen, Rena. Yeah. So they need another top star. Yeah. So it's literally just Saki and a bunch of children. Yeah. So. And Momo if, goes. If you're, yeah. If you're sat there and you're saying, I don't understand why Momo would turn on Queen's Quest. She's have you been watching the show honestly, since Bushi Road purchased? <laughs> she's just been the other member of Queen's Quest. Yeah, she's literally like the everybody has of held Queen's belts Quest. but her. Like, literally, like, you know, not kind of Hina because she's a child, but yeah. Yutami has been the focus, Saya, Saya has been was the coming focus, up. Azumi, Azumi was high speed champ. Yeah, Momo is nothing. If you have been watching the show since. <clears throat> Bushiroad has bought the company. You wouldn't. This would make sense if you're saying this doesn't make any sense. You are, you are not clearly not watching the show because Momo has been. Nothing I understand people <laughs> not wanting people to jump the other tie, but one, it's worked wonders for kid. Two, they're missing a lot of members because people are going away. People are injured. Uh, Stardom is missing their top heel because Knox goes out. Uh, mm. So right now, Momo goes from being like the fourth most important member of Queen's Quest to jumping in at other at either one or two in a little tie, depending on where you want to put Kid. Uh, and I mean, Kid's holding down the high-speed division. the leader at the moment as well. Yeah. But assuming Kid is holding down the high-speed division, that puts Momo at one. So she's already more important now than she was months ago. Um, yeah. I'm very interested... And how they go about her in a little tie. Hopefully, at least to something nice for her. Uh, I'm not saying this turn will end up in her winning a title or a singles title or anything because, point blank, Bushi Road really don't see much in Momo as to the degree that Rossi and most people do. Uh, that's Which just is the a truth. Shame because like Momo was clearly somebody that EO when she was leaving was like, all right, I want Momo to take my place. It was very obvious she was supposed to be one of the next. She was supposed to be the next one up after Mayu was supposed to be handed off to her. Yeah, because um, I mean, it was it was very much like Io Kagetsu Mayu, and then supposed to be Momo. But yeah, obviously things don't work out like that, and it was Yutami. But yeah, uh, so it, like I said, I'm not saying this will definitely end in something better for her because point blank, Bushiro just don't see much in her, uh, and that's that. But what I do think is it's a better spot for her right now than being in Queen's Quest is. Uh, because Utami and Saya's pushes are not going anywhere. Even if Utami drops this uh, red belt, she's still going to be at the top. So uh, it's best for her to get out there now. Uh, interested in seeing how they go about this. I'm also very excited at the aspect of a Kid and Momo team. Uh, especially possibly facing Utami and Azumi because weeks before this match, Azumi and Utami said, hey, we have aspirations of winning the tag belts. Aren't you in Momo Oz? What is wrong with you? Azumi is like, Momo Watanabe, never heard of her. Yeah, so could be interesting. Uh, We'll just have to wait and see. That's really all there is to it. Like I said, the only problem I have is how they went about it. Like I said, I think making Azumi a captain and just having her get pinned would have been the right way to go. Because uh, then it would have looked made Starlight Kid look strong going into the high-speed title match. But... Yeah, and it would make this 
like turn not seem congested with just being a DQ, everything's thrown out. Like, you know. But then again, they're trying to build the image for a way to tie that they're rule breakers, even though they didn't need that until recently. So I don't, I don't know what they're doing with a way to tie. So I mean, the Konami turn made sense because they got the pin. So, <laughs> Sam. Yeah, that's true. I mean, to be fair, the Konami turn made sense anyway because it was always about jungle and not Konami. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Hopefully, I know they have a show on the 25th. Maybe we get more developments then. Maybe we do on the 29th. Who knows? Hopefully, something good happens for Momo. Also, I am like 100% locked in on Shiri is not winning this belt on the 29th. <laughs> Utami's definitely breaking this record. <laughs> I mean, if Utami breaks it, I hope Momo's the one to be a... That... If we're thinking about the best booking scenario, that's it. Or stops her right before she's about to break EO's record because mm. Momo is once again EO's disciple. So it would make sense. Uh, but are they going to do that? No. Rossi Okawa isn't a good booker. <laughs> <laughs> but now we get to our main event. Yeah, so the main event we had the finals of the 10 million yen uh, artist stardom title elimination match. We had the Donna Del Mondo team of Himeka, Micah, and Natsupoi versus Hazuki, Kagama, and Mayu Otani. Shout out to Micah for looking just fucking depressed when she was doing this out. dance. She's <laughs> like, oh my god. Dance. She's like, oh, uh, fucking hell, we have to do the dance I hope they again. never <laughs> drop the titles just because I want to see Micah just slowly lose her mind at having to do this dance. <laughs> you know what? Micah trained with um, Takamichi Noku to be a serious wrestler, and she's like doing some fucking idol dance with Natsupoi and Himeka, and she, she visibly looks like she hates every single second of it, and I, I completely relate to that. Understandable. So, <laughs> It's not More a great name, so I understand Yeah. So like I said, I understand. I also think the My Himepoi gear is god-awful, except for Himeka's. I think Himeka's actually looks better than her actual gear. That's so. very true. Uh, Micah's is probably the worst, because like she doesn't even have her kick pads. It's just like she looks like a dad at a cookout. <laughs> like, she has these big baggy trousers and yeah. these, like tiny little boots. And she, <laughs> she has the Roddy Strong shitty little boots. <laughs> uh... Then a, so I was confused by the rules of this match because they had the artist belts out here. I was like, when is this a title match? And then, yeah, I didn't know this was a title match. I didn't know this was an elimination match until like someone, I think it was Micah got pinned. And then I was like, hang on, why are they still wrestling? Yeah, I was like, okay, I thought it was like the TNA King of the Mountain where like you had to pin them to gain the right to go get the briefcase. Um, but I saw Mike get away. I was like, Ogawa wait a second. TNA fan. Yeah, I was like, what is going on? I'm confused. <laughs> I was like, why are y'all still going for pins? Because <laughs> they just, I was like, okay, maybe they got to all get the pin in order to win the belts, maybe. Yeah, and then, it was just an elimination match. Yeah, and then they just grabbed the ladder and went up anyway. I was like, what? I'm confused. <laughs> yeah, this this match was honestly fucking insane. We had Kogama flying the Off the, the flying top bear. of the ladder. <laughs> To the outside by the That's my rails. favorite gif, honestly, is Kogama flying to the outside. Cause she'll she had no fear to to her either, so. You know what? Shout out to that. Uh, Mayu's moonsault was insane. 
from the ladder hung up in the corner and her climbing to the top and just springing out of it. That's how she eliminated Micah. Uh, I love that right after, Hazuki just brushes over because the ladder is just going to fall on top of them. <laughs> He's like, yeah. I also love, uh, I forgot what had happened, but I think it was Hameka or Poi. They had a submission or pin. I don't remember what it was, but how Hazuki broke it up, she just smacked them with the ladder. <laughs> smacked them in the More face with the ladder. She was like, get off. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, T-shirt Hazuki in full effect, baby. Uh, but they had been building this uh, dissension with Tameka and Poi, and the culmination was them coming together to win the 10 million yen in the briefcase, and I was like, cool, I guess. <laughs> you know what? I'm I'm going to say I've cried at wrestling twice this year, once at the Hana Matane show, and once at Himeka and Natsu Poi. <laughs> <laughs> like not to sound absolutely fucking ridiculous but i i cried i was like oh my god they're friends again i was just like okay <laughs> here's me getting really emotionally like okay. i think that, i think like okay i cried at Montane. i cried when yoshino retired because everybody was crying also cried when casey was crying during his kobe world entrance just to get his ass whooped <laughs> <laughs> so i think those are my three times i cried this year I, yeah i think I so mean, i think i think i'm doing good with crying twice at the matinee show and then himeka and natsupoi being best friends again yeah it was it was just so sweet and they hooked yeah. at the top and there's micah holding up their friendship <laughs> Michael's just she you had to look Micah was holding everything back not to tip that ladder over so she doesn't have to do this dance again. <laughs> Honestly, Micah is an absolute mood looking actively suicidal. <laughs> I'm like, me too. Me too. Micah just looks like she wants to die anytime she's a part of my Hime boy. I'm like, yeah, me too. <laughs> um but yeah, that was the show. I enjoyed it. I thought it was like one of the stardom shows that I enjoyed full out. Uh also, it was quick, so that also contributed to it. Mm. I'm a big, quick wrestling guy. Uh, it's not that long matches are bad. I would just prefer if they weren't long. Yeah, I'm a big Kevin Nash Lacey fan. Yeah, me too. You see, I'm a big death matches that end in 10 minutes guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but now it's time to get into the part of the show where this is all going to run off the rails. We get into the awards. How many awards total do we have? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, maybe. Twelve. Okay, it's good. Maybe uh, we're finishing strong. Okay. We uh, better zoom through these because I need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> shall. We shall do our best. <laughs> uh, you can just pick one, and we'll start off with it. Alright, so, I mean, at the top of my list, at least, I have the MVP for the men, and I kind of hinted at it on another episode, but I said uh, Masaki Mochizuki was my MVP this year. Oh, hey, yeah. I was going to go a little bit selfish and say um, Nakajima, but Masaki Mochizuki, honestly, he had some of my favourite matches this year. This, he's... um, Whatever the tournament is, N1 victory. Yeah. 
The uh, M1 victory, his run in that was amazing. I really enjoyed that. His uh, GHC national title match with Takashi Sakura, I really mm-hmm. enjoyed that. Did he win a lot of titles? No, he did not. But he did have my favorite matches this year, honestly. And that's why I picked Masashi Mizuki as my uh, male MVP of the year. Uh, uh, my, my award, not yours. So be quiet. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> uh, so my male MVP, he was also second in my wrestler of the year voting. Uh, I'm going Takashi Sagira for the very similar reasons that he had what I consider... All his matches are probably the best stretch of matches of the year. Uh, as far as in the realm of this podcast award, I would have had it between him and Masakita Mia uh, for very similar reasons. Also for him having the best Muto singles match. I think that earned some big props. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to go Sagira on this one simply because he's had the best matches and he doesn't seem like he's slowing down. Old man supremacy. Honestly, we we love old people on this podcast. For true, for true. <laughs> so um, the next one on my list, I have the MVP for the women, mm-hmm. and I chose Asuka. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you can understand why. Beyond the Sea Champion, uh, just absolutely incredible in Gambara this year. She's been everywhere. Oh, they've been everywhere, sorry. Um, mm-hmm. AEW tournament, really kick them off and if you saw my um article on last word of sport mm-hmm. wrestling i said that asuka was one of my favorite people this year because they have genuinely been incredible every single match that they've had has been match of the year contender at least for singles matches so that's why i, I choose them as my mvp of the year for the uh world. Yeah, uh, I was going to have the same vote, but I'm going to try to make it to where we have two winners for each award. Mm. But, like, yeah, that would have been my pick as well. But uh, for my pick, I'm going to say, you know, I didn't show her love in my actual awards, and I do feel sorry about that because I do think she's had a incredible uh, year. But it's just, you know, when you combine all the awards, you're going to miss people. Uh, I'm going to go with Miyu Yamashita. Uh, very, very similar reasons to Asuka, where she's just had an outstanding year, and that's just been overshadowed by all the wrestling we watch and uh, people wanting Makiido to beat her. Uh, <laughs> and that's just discrediting uh, Miyu as if she's had bad matches this year. That's not been the case. Uh, so I'm going to go with her as my MVP for the women. So, uh, I mean, I at least picked an overall MVP. Uh-huh, go ahead. Not that it was any different, but I did pick Asuka because... Yeah, Asuka will also just, be my pick for that. So. Yeah, because just in general, they've had probably the best matches that I've seen this year, no matter who they've faced, who they've you know had title matches against, whether it's been singles, tag matches. They've honestly just been my favorite person to watch this year yeah and it's it's the same as last year like you know before we did this whole podcast thing was Asuka was probably my favorite person to watch in wrestling I've gone back and watched matches from the past the present and that honestly I like I think 2022 is genuinely going to be 
their biggest year because I mean I I said it on Instagram not that I post that much anymore but yeah I genuinely think that you know 2021 was going to be their year and it was so yeah I was correct on that part yeah definitely I have the same train of thought I think that more opportunities with them now working TJPW as well more opportunities are going to open up for them and they're going to bounce back strong, especially with possibly winning the uh, Beyond the Sea Tag titles again uh, this coming up week. I think their 2022 is going to be maybe not as special as this year for uh, just because the Montana show in general was just a crazy – that whole week for uh, Oscar was just crazy in general. But uh, it'll, be, it'll be something to look out for. Yeah, that's true. So, um, my next one I have on my list is Tag Team of the Year. This was a tie, I'm not going to mm-hmm. lie. Um, obviously, as you know, I watch mostly Joshi Wrestling, so mm-hmm. my tie was Azura Revolution, Mayuki, and Rizera, and Shuri, and Julia, because mm-hmm. I just, out of everybody that tag team wise I just thought that they probably had the best run the best tag matches that I enjoyed personally so I I couldn't really decide between Maya and Riza and Julia and Shuri yeah uh I think I had on my actual list I had uh Azure Revolution and uh Asuka and Makoto Mm. but I'm gonna try to go in another direction (laughs) if I can trying to think in my head is there anybody uh... no i think i'll i think i'll also go uh no i think i'll go oscar and makoto simply because uh literally seedling this whole year has been built around them and then the second half of the year it was also built around arisa and you know other stuff but it was still they were still the focal point they literally had this whole tag tournament just for them to win and set up another tag title challenge which they'll probably win um but you know a lot of the big things in joshi were more on the singles front there wasn't much going on as far as uh the tag team stuff uh it was good but not a lot of it was focused on there Probably could have gave a shout to uh, Andros and Habiki, but I didn't get to see much of their run. Uh, and also, it kind of got cut off like as soon as it began because Habiki was <laughs> going to be a YouTuber. <laughs> so <laughs> that was, that's true. Um, the next one on my list was the match of the year. So mm-hmm. my the match of the year, um, it was another tie. I had Asuka, Mia Momono, Shuri, Natsupoi versus Kigetsu, Hazuki, Daphya Masan, and Konami. Mm-hmm. Or Katsuhiko uh, Nakajima and Masaki Tamiya in the cage match. Because honestly, if if I had to pick my favourite match for personal reasons, obviously it would have been the six, uh, the April one tag match um, on the Hannah mm-hmm. Matane show. Just because it's a bunch of my favorite wrestlers having a, a match in dedication to my favorite wrestler. Yeah. But in terms of skill wise and storyline wise at the time, probably would have been Nakajima and Kitamiya because it was genuinely one of the matches that I watched this year where it reminded me how much I really enjoy Noah as a promotion. Mm-hmm. So th- those are my two picks. 
Uh, I am going with what I deem to be the two best matches of the year uh, overall. Uh, of course, one is, of course, Kagetsu versus Asuka from Montenegro right after in the main, 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 main event, I guess you could say. Uh, and then the other one is uh, Kazuyuki Fujita versus Takashi Sagira for the GHC national title at the gift in Nagoya, I think it was, uh, simply because it's what I like in wrestling. Two old head hosses just slugging it out. Uh, Fujita eventually got carried out on a stretcher because they just went through a war. Just everything that the old man era of Noah is, mm. uh, how do I put it, is described as just hard-hitting old guys fighting for championships. So yeah. those would be my two. So, um, my last of the serious topics, at least, I'm yeah. assuming yours is the same, it was show of the year, it was Hannah Kimura Matane show. Mm-hmm. For obvious uh, reasons, it had the best card, in my opinion, even if you put into comparison all the shows that happened this year, it was the most enjoyable, it was it was the best put together, it was for a good good cause, really, and it was just, it was really nice to watch. Uh, yeah, because I cried, like, the entire show, so, yeah. Uh, if I'm picking another, that would be hard to do, because that's the, no offense to any of the other wrestling companies, that's mm-hmm. the only show that just pops out of, hey, this was the best show of the year. Um, <laughs> but if I did pick one, it probably would be uh, night one of Kobe World because the main event with KZ and Shun was just the most stressful thing that I've ever experienced in my life. Uh, <laughs> God. Uh, but yeah, it would definitely be the Matane show, not for any other reason because it was the most memorable. It uh, put me in a better position and I don't think I'll cry as much at the uh, next Matane show. It's possible. Definitely not. Uh, I think I'll be a little more uh, lighthearted. Also, because that, like, not only was it a memorable show, but it was a actual good wrestling show. Uh, had Chihiro Hashimoto versus Shotaro Ashino. Shimo was out here beefing with Masato Tanaka just to get tossed out by Ram Kai Chow. It was crazy. <laughs> All right, so uh, the less serious topics. I'm going to let you talk about the biggest crackhead for two seconds because I cannot wait until we finish recording to dash to the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, that is so true. So you can talk about the biggest crackhead for two minutes. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. All right. Uh, so uh, this award is just what you expect it is. It is the biggest crackhead award. Uh, and it is essentially who has been the most outrageous, just out of control uh, individual in all of wrestling. And while she's in the bathroom, I'm going to say it. I know Beth is picking Sakura Rona. And I originally was going to as well. But, like I said, I want two winners for each award. So, with that in mind, I am going to pick Hibiscus Me. Uh, Now, why she's a crackhead? That's literally the biggest reason why. (laughs) Not only that, but she's had a great year. Um, She can do everything. She can do a serious wrestling match. She can do comedy. Uh, 
she's really a jack of all trade, especially recently in Wave uh, with her Yuki Miyazaki and Takumi Aroha. They've uh, really developed a fun little storyline of uh, Abisca's uh, Mead just pining for Takumi and chasing after her. Um, I think, I think that is what sold it for me is the second half of the year because I didn't catch much of her uh, first half of the year. Uh, it's mostly been the second half that I've been able to uh, catch, and for that reason, I think that's why I would give her the award. Uh, it's probably a recent recency bias thing, but like I said, I have a feeling I know who Beth will pick for the awards, so that's why. My pick is Hibiscus Meat. You know what? Same. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? Like, two minutes ago, I said, I know Beth's picking Sakura Hirota, so I'm picking Hibiscus Meat. <laughs> you know what? Honestly, I put in my notes uh, Sakura Hirota slash Hibiscus Meat, so. Yeah, it I was a no contest. Pick with one or the other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, you know, those are the two winners because there was no other. No other competition for them, honestly. <laughs> yeah, honestly, just I mean, Sucker uh, in general is just an absolute crackhead. But mm-hmm. as soon as Hibiscus Me came out with one shoe on, I was like, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe there's someone that can contest with Sucker Hero for biggest crackhead in wrestling. Just they just go out there and do not care at all. <laughs> agreed. Agreed. So, um, after that, another ridiculous category, we had uh, Best Old Person. I personally chose, um, well, I mean, it was a tie between Takashi Segura and King Tani, because... <laughs> you I know it's crazy? Old people. <laughs> you know it's crazy? I had King what? Tani and Kendo Cashin. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Kendo Cashin was up there. I think he was probably third for me, but... Takashi Segura in like skill wise and then just King Tani in crackhead wise. Okay, since I said those two, I'm also I ha we got I have to mention him because he's been an absolute menace this year. I have to put Keiji Muto out there because this dude is out of his mind. <laughs> <laughs> he's out here I mean, having to be fair, Keiji Muto has been just He's just been bullying children. He's been bullying everybody in Noah. He's even looked at the referee and told him to ring the bell because he's not getting out. And he's the best belt machine for Tokyo Sports. So, got to put him out there. But yeah, Noah's just the old guard promotion, just without a doubt. You know what? Honestly, if you're not watching Noah, you're really missing out on old people just being really good wrestlers. Yeah. Or Wave, because they got Yumioka and Kari Yonayama killing Queen Elizabeth or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, Protesting Wave is literally just Yumioka at this point. She's just doing big boots and winning. <laughs> like, N- Nagisa Nagasaki could never. <laughs> Jobber. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, after that, we had uh, a very topical category, I guess. Uh, most likely to buy an NFT. I, I had a lot of category. I had a lot of contestants for this. I I was gonna choose somebody else, but I ended up settling on Yuki Mashiro because I feel like she'd just see one of those NFT monkeys and be like, you know what, I want one. 
<laughs> I had a tie with Kenoka and Miyako Matsumoto. You know what? <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like they would see it and just be like, yeah, I want that. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I honestly just look at Yuki Mishiro. I see zero brain cells and just, I want NFT monkey. Yeah. And before you think we support NFTs, I don't even know what one is. I've just seen the monkey. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, that's it. I do not support NFTs. I feel like they're ridiculous. They're just I think training. it's dumb. I, if I can click, right-click, save as your monkey, then you are stupid. Yeah, exactly. Uh, now go on to the next one. I I am ready. <laughs> okay, so next one was most likely to bring cocaine to a Coca-Cola party. Uh, I personally chose Yanagi Sayaka. Ooh, that's a good shout. Yeah. Uh, I originally had No Sour Wrong Guy, but, yeah. but my pick is KZ because I think he would. <laughs> I feel like KZ would probably just be like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Carter Parler, you mean cocaine? <laughs> yeah, you mean, I know what you mean. <laughs> There's okay. There's literally zero brain cells in that man's head, so there's no. Dude, when he won King of Gate, he had Akira Tozawa send him a bunch of monster energy drinks. There's nothing going on up there. Okay. Very Kyle of KZ right there. Yeah, this dude was on the floor behind the. He was on the concrete road behind the dojo while Susan we recorded him going up to a cat and imitating it. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? When are we going to get the tag team of KZ and you know, I could say after? <laughs> That's the <laughs> cocaine. Cocaine. <laughs> cocaine tag team. Uh, yeah. That's for true. Oh, how many more categories we got left? Uh, I mean, I personally had uh, one left written down, but I would say that um, I'm going to add one right now. I'm going to okay. say my, my biggest surprise of the year was Hazuki return to wrestling. I was not expecting that this year. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't expect her to return. Well, actually, I didn't expect her to return to stardom. Yeah. Uh, my, my biggest surprise is a mid- tie. Tie because the first one was so ridiculous. I've already mentioned it like three times during this award. It was so ridiculous that they just did this. <laughs> Giving Casey all the world just for him to get shafted for a dead, lifeless Yamato title reign is absolutely mind-boggling to me. I didn't think anybody could be as dumb as All Japan booking, but hey, DG's up there. Uh, but outside of that, and of course the uh, Hazuki thing, I think I will say the Ice Ribbon departures. I didn't expect yeah. any of them to just straight up leave and start a deathmatch group <laughs> <laughs> i mean i wasn't my honestly out of that my biggest surprise was mochi miyagi leaving to join the deathmatch group saying she literally lost her eye <laughs> yeah yeah like that woman almost went blind for the deathmatches and she's like you know what i like I'm this shit this <laughs> mdk mochi miyagi all day <laughs> when are we uh, when are we gonna get an engage with mochi miyagi I'll add an award after that, but what is the other award you have left? Uh, the other one we spoke about was what was a bigger joke, the AEW Women's Division or the UHC Junior Division? I personally chose the AEW Women's Division because... I said the Junior Heavyweight title because <laughs> Tayadis has had it. <laughs> That's uh, true. 
Hayao uh, or Britt Baker? <laughs> no, the GNC Junior Heavyweight Division is kind of a joke with the belts, but you know they yeah. still have good wrestlers. They I mean, AEW wa- Women's Division has they have, good wrestlers as well. But yeah, but it's... the thing is, even though the Junior Division is terribly booked, they get a lot of time on shows. You will get like a five-minute, like Penelope Ford and a J match on Dynamite, and that's it. <laughs> How many times do we need to see Anna J versus Penelope Ford or Anna J? The, the bunny. The, I mean, <laughs> Anna J and the bunny. Take on T versus the bunny. Honestly, Take on T is just based. When are we going to get Take on T beyond the sea run? I. It's it's crazy. They have such a good women's roster, and especially their overseas people as well. Because technically, Makito's affiliated. Uh, Yuka's, I mean, technically, Oscar's affiliated as well. Yeah, Yuka's technically signed. I'm doing quotation marks because, yeah, uh, but she's one of the regulars supposedly, uh, because everybody backstage loves her and the crowd does too. So that checks out. Uh, Rio Mizunami travels back and forth, Emmy, May. Then not just foreign wrestlers, they have Chris Tatland or they have Ruby Soho. They have all these good wrestlers, but they have put zero effort in trying to improve them. Yeah, I mean, hopefully they get um, Miriam as well. Miriam is probably one of my top favorite women in wrestling. Miriam was definitely my favorite wrestler in WWE. As far as yeah. women know, uh, yeah, I was I mean, it's so relieved. Tie between when, her and Ruby, but yeah, I am glad that I'll be able to see her wrestle again. I don't care where; I just need to see her wrestle somewhere. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's really wild how WWE managed to mess up Mia Yim. Like they messed up Keith Lee. Nothing shocks me with that anymore. Okay, <laughs> it's like it's crazy because I remember watching Mia Yim a part of the um, Dollhouse in, in yeah, me too. And I was like, I was absolutely sold on me. Yeah, I was like, WWE's gonna sign this girl, and she's gonna make a bunch of money. And then they signed her, and she did not. Which I mean, she made yeah. a bunch of money, but she didn't go where she should go. Yeah, um, Mia Yim was kind of just there. there. <laughs> I mean, I Which guess it worked sucks, out. But... I mean, I guess it worked out for her. I mean, her and Keith Lee became closer. They're engaged. I guess that worked out. But as far as wrestling, I want to see both of them kill it next year. Um, Hopefully we get Mia Yim in Ice Ribbon again. Oh, she yeah. She a, a little Ice Ribbon run. Yeah, dude, her versus Sakushi? Slap. Uh, but, yeah. Her versus Yuki Mashiro, what do you want about? <laughs> but, yeah, that's probably the biggest joke because everything is there. And, I mean, even people that have been focal points of the division, like Riho and Nyla Rose, they've both also gotten better than they already were which is scary to think about, yet they don't, you know, showcase that too often. Uh, I mean, at, at the end of the day, like, I, I suppose if you, you're going to have more men than women in wrestling. That's... Yeah, I mean, that's whatever. I'm not too upset about that. It's just the booking of it. Yeah, I mean, it's like, especially when you had Brandy Rhodes' promise in front of the world that she was going to put women's wrestling on, on the front. I mean, that's... And then she said she was going to win the women's title. <laughs> you know, that's <laughs> happening, so thank you. Yeah, I mean, it's like, it's me coming from a, a female perspective mm-hmm. and, you know, being a fan of women's wrestling, 
it kind of feels like a slap in the face where Brandy Rhodes was like, yeah, 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 we're going to promote women's wrestling and then we don't really get anything out of it. And yeah. the kind of, the COVID, the whole COVID thing, you had more chances to give to women because yeah. you had, you know, the indies weren't running at the moment. So you yeah. could have had anybody from the indie circuit coming in and doing, you know, things on AEW Dark. It's not even that talent is a problem. It's just booking is terrible. They want to yeah. play the blame game on who's booking this. Nobody wants to take, like, nobody is calling for them to be fired. They're just saying, who's booking this? Who's doing this? This is what you're doing wrong. Just fix it. Yeah. It's very it's simple. Like, yeah, because you have, um, like, somebody will say on Twitter or something saying, uh, at Kenny Omega, I guess, uh, why are you booking this? And Kenny Omega is like, I'm not booking it. And it's Brandy. Have... And then Brandy's like, no. And then, yeah, it's like Kenny will say, no, 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 it's Brandy. And then Brandy will be like, no, 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 it's not me, it's such and such. And then such and such will say, oh, no, 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 it's not me, it's whoever. And whoever will say, no, no, it's not me, it's X. And then you, you kind of go in this big circle and it's just like, look, just book the women the same as you book the men. It's not that It's not hard. that hard. You don't have to do yeah. anything different. Like, yeah, I think that's one of the biggest problems with women's wrestling in America is they think they have to be differently booked than the men. You can literally do the exact same stuff you're doing with the men with the women. Yeah, Perfectly exactly. fine. It's I mean, literally like, nothing. Yeah, because I would love to see what you're doing with, like, Bobby Fish, Adam Cole, and Kyler Riley at the moment with, for example, say, um, Britt Baker, um, Jamie Hayer, and Rebel. Mm-hmm. Like, you could easily do the exact same thing with both of them because it's three people, but you're just, you're just not doing it. Tony, like, please. <laughs> like, okay, like, even if, say, you can't do promo battles with them, there's other stuff you can do. People are just calling out people in promos to have matches. Do that. Mm-hmm. Build rivalries. Do something. Like, don't use the same, like, five people utilize your whole roster they're not going to get better if you don't give them tv time and don't work with them you can sign people all you want but that doesn't mean that the booking's going to change by any means yeah because i mean it's, it's all right by um like signing ruby so hard mm-hmm. i don't mind you signing people yeah but it's not going to change that the booking's bad <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like that's people are like, oh, well, can't say the division bad. They have such and such. I'm not saying it's bad because of that. I'm saying the booking is mm. atrocious. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's like obviously. I mean, it's the same with WWE in in um, retrospect. Like they have amazing talent. I absolutely Liv Morgan is probably one of my favorite wrestlers just in general. Yeah, and it's just it's just the booking. Honestly, it it really is. It's just the booking. If you give you know, these wrestlers something to sink their teeth into. Yeah. Personally. I mean, she, Sheeta and Deeb just did it. They literally just had a feud over one uh, Sheeta's 50th win and then having who's the best wrestler. It's literally yeah. not hard. Exactly. Just, just do that with the TBS title. Yeah. Honestly. Because... Please. Just please do something. God. Yeah. Because, I mean, you have, you have amazing wrestlers. It's just, no matter who it is, AWWE, whoever. You have amazing wrestlers. Your, your women's division is amazing. We know this. Just please book them the same as the men. That's all we're asking. Yeah, we're, it's not, we're hard. not asking anything else. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, that's 
That's for true. Now, uh, to close things off here, before we do our little outro and all that, and I go edit this up so it's up today, mm-hmm. don't have to worry about it because we've got a bunch of shows to watch next week. Yeah. Um, only thing I want to add, this isn't really a pick one person. It's pick however many you want. Who are you people you want to keep an eye on in 2022 as far as you think they might have a breakout year or they're going to take a step up? Anybody come to mind from anywhere, really? I mean, not that we really talk about WWE, but I, I genuinely think that Liv Morgan is probably going to have a standout year going into 2022. I I would hazard to guess that she might be, win the Royal Rumble. I don't want to jinx it or anything. But... Listen, I am not begging for anybody to lose their job, but I am. I will welcome Akira Tozawa coming back and finally getting that Dreamgate run. Okay, all right. Yeah. You go go ahead with the rest of yours before I jump in. Yeah, I mean, I I would love a very strong Liv Morgan run in twenty twenty two. Whether she's in WWE, whether she leaves, I don't, I don't care, care what she does. Yeah, it's just honestly. she's worked hard to improve and she has a following. It's really not that hard to understand why she's pushed. Yeah, I mean, at this rate, WWE have very much proven that they are willing to get rid of anybody, mm-hmm. no matter how popular they are. They showed mm-hmm. that with the Iconics, who were arguably the most over tag team mm-hmm. this year. They got mm-hmm. rid of them, so. Whether Liv Morgan's in WWE, AEW, who knows? I don't care. Honestly, big Liv Morgan fan. I hope that um, from obviously we talk about Japanese wrestling, so obviously from Japanese side. I'd Here, probably... we'll we'll split it up like this. We'll do Joshi first, and then we'll do the guys. Yeah. yeah. So Joshi wise, I really hope that um, I'll I'll say. Maria, I really think mm, yeah, yeah. a big, big year. Because she's clearly I like her a lot. that she's kind of in between the stage of, like, she's past a rookie, but she's not quite there yet. Yeah. So I'm really hoping that 2022 is kind of the year that she she breaks out, at least. Men-wise, I don't know, because I don't pay attention to the male wrestlers. I'm sorry, I really don't, but... Mm-hmm. I'm going to say Maria and Liv Morgan. I hope they have a good 2022. I got quite a few just because I want to see people succeed. Uh, yeah. For first, I'll go uh, all the women I want to see uh, break out. First, then uh, I'll go I'll go uh, AEW. I'll go AEW for a second. Um, I would like to see their younger people like uh, Jade, uh, Julia Hart, Red Velvet, people like that actually like improve oh, yeah. and like, get I'd good. I really like to see um, Jade and uh, Red Velvet kind of be more of a focal point of the women. I would like, in well, AEW. I would like to see them improve because I think those three, while they might not be there in in ring aspect right now, I think they have bright futures. Uh, I've seen a few matches with uh, Julia as well as uh, Red Velvet. I think. They have the tools. Same thing with Jade. Jade has star potential. It's just a matter of how they develop going forward. Yeah, um, I feel like Jade could be very much like Bianca Belair. Not not to compare them at yeah, all, but yeah, no, but kind of uh, the star mainstream, power that, mainstream. Yeah, the, like yeah. the mainstream star power that Jade Cargill could have. I feel like it could be on yeah. the same. Dude, level she brought as a little Bianca easy Bella. to dynamite. She can be a megastar right now. Yeah. She's friends with Shaq. Come on. 
<laughs> but uh, I'll go to Joshi now. I'm hoping for big years for both uh, Rico Kaiju and Ayame Sasamura. Uh, Kaiju because Seedling needs it right now that and I think she's getting really good really fast uh, Yame saw some more just because it seems like me and Alex were talking about it that 2AW tagline is really halting her success because there's no reason she shouldn't be a champion like everywhere right now uh, and she seems loyal hopefully some company just decides whatever let's just push her because uh, she's really really good uh, also, with the uh, exodus of Ice Ribbon, I would like to see Ibuki Hoshi get a bigger spot as one of the new crop of top stars in Ice Ribbon. Uh, TJPW, obviously, Arisu Endo, uh, and Suzumi, I think they can be big players going forward. Seems like they're a tag team now, which that's fine, but I think they'll both I feel be like... more than that. Yeah, I feel like as well, like, Yuki Raya, I feel like she's yeah. gonna be. Oh, she's gonna a be big. It's point of of TJPW going yeah. forward. I, that's why I'm not listing her because it's not even a question. She's gonna be a big focal point, uh, which is good because I mean, they have because she's not going anywhere. She'll stay in TJPW for as long as she's probably wrestling. So uh, that's good for them to know that they have that guaranteed draw and mainstream mm-hmm. media coverage. Um, is there anybody else for the women I want to touch on? I think I'm good. Uh, now for the men, uh, I would really like to see Noah get their heads out their ass and push Kenya Okada because, God, I'm sick and tired of seeing him in these undercard tag matches. Yeah, plus he's got new gear. He's yeah, his camo gear is nice. Push him. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Uh, he's very he's very handsome. Put him in the same uh, vein as he are. Yeah, That's dude, he's I handsome. Say. Push him. Yeah, <laughs> let him team with Go. Like, cause Go is all about guiding young wrestlers. Let him tag team mm. with Go. Uh, they could be the put new the Axis. HD, put the HD cameras on him. Yeah, yeah, they could be the new Axis. He does kicks, <laughs> uh, and also Nakajima helped train him. So yeah, he can be the part of the new Axis. Come on. Yeah. Uh, Junior-wise, Noah, I would like to see Junta or Hal get that push ski, but I doubt that's happening. Uh, Hayata reign forever. Uh, uh, New Japan, I hope they just keep pushing House of Torture. I don't care. <laughs> uh, no, give it evil all the titles. I literally do not care. Yujiro, I need Yujiro and Naito to feud over whatever stupid singles belt Naito's bullied his way into winning. <laughs> You know what? I hope they don't even feud over a singles title. I hope they just feud. feud because they want to. Yeah. Uh, also, show's gotten like super good, especially in this promo. So I hope him and Yo have big years uh, in New Japan. I think they both mm-hmm. improved a lot with both of their double, uh, little turns. So hopefully, Doki as well uh, from Suzuki Goon. He's really good, but he probably won't get pushed because we can't only push like three people in this division. Yeah, uh, I mean, I feel like at least. Um... From the junior division, we'll see show with a title at least. Which is good, because him and Yo will probably trade it back and forth, which is nice, because mm-hmm. both have gotten really good since the split. So, hopefully they JK have the is going to be Robbie Eagles. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. I'm going to hurt you. Shut up. Um, Dragon Gate, does anybody want to see you take the next step? Uh, I mean, I would like to see Diamante get a bit more of a push because he doesn't really do much other than like feud with people with masks <laughs> which i mean yeah true 
then I think that might be all that I uh, uh, DDT wise I would like to see them not have Yusuke Okada get pinned by Yukio Naya I would love if they stop doing that please <laughs> Uh, that's really oh and then of course everybody in grade I want to see everybody down there thrive Miyagi Hoshikawa Strong Hearts everybody down there I want them to do, yeah. all do great things I hopefully think, they like, get more women I want yeah. hopefully more women look at them and just go yeah I could wrestle here I mean with Maya Yuki as a freelancer at the moment I really think she might show up in great quite often I don't know what gives me that I agree because no uh, great they sense. don't mind having freelancers because Kazma's in a big angle and he's a freelance guy who's never going to sign. Uh, yeah. So I mean, my Yuki, is, she's old. She's probably going to die soon. She doesn't want to be happy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So hopefully well, she yeah. gets up, comes through. That could be a good little match with her and Miyagi. Uh, yeah. I mean, I feel get, like... The sooner they um, get more women is the quicker they can start making Miyagi more of an ace. Yeah. It's hard I mean, to do I that with like, two women. At least with Maya Yuki, I, I don't think she's going to sign anywhere after Aishirobin. No. That's just my, my personal Yeah, I think thinking. she just freelances. I like, yeah, I really feel like she's just going to be an Oz mainstay. She's probably going to show up at in like nearly every big show. But yeah. I, I just think she's going to show up in DDT or Great yeah. a lot more often because she is at a level where she, she, she doesn't care. So good, yeah. <laughs> She's she's just so good. She doesn't care, you know. Speaking of DDT, everybody. Plus, she wants to go abroad, so I want to fight Mayuki. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of DDT, there, Saki Kai wants to fight Yosuke Santa Maria next year. Yeah, give us DD, uh, give us Dragon Gates, uh, Saki Kai. Yeah. Or DDT Yosuke Santa Maria. It'll probably be the second half. It seems like the DDT and Dragon Gate partnership through Owashi is getting stronger, which it's nice to see. Uh. I like that we're getting a lot of partnerships um, heading into 2022. Yeah. Uh, I heard uh, All Japan and New Japan are doing a uh, joint show at Cork and Hall to celebrate Cork and Hall's like, 60th anniversary. Uh, and I also heard that uh, <laughs> I'll probably watch it. I, they, hey, All Japan's got a few people I like, okay? Uh, but apparently... Oh, yeah, let's go to Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> listen, I, I'll tell, listen I, you would like Shotaro Ashino and... Uh, Kumarashi and uh, Kojido. There's a few people I think you'd like. Not yeah. everybody. Uh, but as long as they're handsome, I don't care. <laughs> Ashino, he's like kind of handsome, but he does a bunch of suplexes, so he's sweet. Oh, hell yeah, that is uh, my alley. Yeah. Koji Doi is a really handsome big boy who does a lariat, so I think you would like him. Uh, Say no more. I'm, <laughs> I'm a very big <laughs> Koji uh, Doi. You know, fan. He's a UT. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, no, but apparently, like, the officials from New Japan, uh, All Japan, and NOAA all, like, had a secret meeting because of where they couldn't get wrestlers overseas in and just decided yeah. to work on partnership, which is nice. Hopefully, yeah, those go on. Yeah. Hopefully, I mean, every company does. Shout out to Billiam not being able to go to Japan, I guess. Yeah, shout out to him not being on 1-8. Wrestle Kingdom, haha, suck it. You don't get your married for <laughs> No Mario Fuji match for you, brother. Okay. No, no Mario Fuji match for yeah. you, William. You, you, you can just continue. You can, title match. Yeah, you're gonna lose anyway. So, uh, but yeah, uh, like I said, a lot of exciting things going on. 
want to do these year-end awards because, you know, next week we're going to try to get the seedling stardom. They're definitely the DDT Yogi show and a few matches from uh, Final Gate on the show next uh, week. But then after that, we also have Great the following week. Well, it's technically on the 30th, but it'd be better to push it back to next week uh, if we can find it. Be that the following week. Uh, no one the Budokan with Kenta's return. As Sagira has claimed that Kenta will now start at the bottom of the Sagira army. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, for him. Yeah, TJPW's 1 4 card. You know, a lot of stuff going on the first half of the year. Uh, look forward to it. I think uh, exciting times are ahead. I think 2021 was an okay year for uh, Puro and wrestling as a whole. I think mm-hmm. 2022 definitely is going to be the first up year since the start of the pandemic. Uh, yeah. I think it'll be the I first mean, year where stuff will happen. Yeah, I mean, in in my opinion, 2022 was a little bit better than 2020. Uh, 2021 was a little bit better than 2020. Yeah. Because we, we just had a lot more going on. You know, yeah. there, was, there wasn't a lot happening last year, in yeah. my opinion. But Yeah, I think next year is, we'll, we'll start I think bigger stuff will start to happen, especially with it being all Japan and New Japan's 50th anniversaries. I think uh, that'll play a lot of factors into mm-hmm. other payroll companies, them working with everybody, uh, you know, trying to get everybody back to the original landscape of Piro where everybody wanted to work with everybody, which is good. Yeah. Uh, a lot of matches I want to see across all companies. So, You never know, you know, we might just... Because, I mean, I, I highly doubt foreigners are going to be back for next year. That's just no, my opinion. No, I doubt it. Especially because Japan seems to be a lot more sensible than the UK and the US. The only way foreigners, foreigners will make their way from. back, because uh, I know Drew Parker is staying in Japan. He was originally supposed mm. to come to GCW, but he's staying in Japan for BJW because yeah, think... they had a fear that he wouldn't be able to come back into the country, so he decided to stay. Yeah, I think Brooks is staying in japan as well so yeah they might have already renewed his visa since he's like ddt's number one guy gen right now also uh, tecla i'm pretty sure is staying since she's still in japan after leaving ice ribbons so yeah. assuming that she's signed somewhere else yeah um but uh only way i see gaijin's coming in is if uh bushi road pulls their weight and helps other companies out which it's probably not out of the question, honestly. They seem like they're really trying to make justice this time. So, I mean, it could be something that happened. Yeah. I mean, are we going to see Gaijin back in stardom? I hope so, because I can't deal with Shuri holding the SWA title for any much longer. I can't deal with the same five matches every show. <laughs> okay. I want I want Jamie Hayter to go back to Japan just to take the title off and to go back to America wrestle everybody in AEW because she's British so she can. Yeah. And then like have lose the Rio Mizunami. <laughs> no, she loses to Tay Conti and Tay Conti goes to Japan. That's fair. You know what? I want I want my Tay Conti versus fucking Shuri. Otani. <laughs> <laughs> Shuri, my Sakurai. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, whatever. I just want my I just want my Tay Conti uh, Japan run honestly. Yeah. But uh, I'm holding I mean, out for that in 2022. That's what I want. Hey, yeah, we'll never know. Uh, like I said, endless possibilities next year. Uh, I mean, since since it is, uh, no, I mean, no, next next 
next week will be the final show of uh, 2021 for us, but we are going to yeah. be fucking busy that week. So, yeah, I mean... Yeah, we have like 10 shows to watch. The NHS is falling apart. Yeah, <laughs> I'm doing like five podcasts. Uh, uh, I'm doing one podcast and it's this. And yeah. the NHS, maybe it's going to be privatized. I don't know. Boris Johnson, sort your shit out. Yeah, hey, hey, do it. But hey, uh, we got a lot coming in 2022. I mean, we came a long way from like having like four viewers to consistently being in double digits. Uh, Hell yeah. You know, it's been a long year, but you know, we're going to keep going. And no, Sawa, if you need employees, I can book. I'm telling you, man. You know what? Um, if Deadlock can do that own show with Rio Mizunami versus you, then we can eventually. We can. <laughs> hey, I, I'm just saying it's it's something to look forward to. Maybe no. we'll get guests next year. Yeah, maybe we'll learn how to do that. <laughs> uh, who knows? Quality might rise next year. Who knows? I you know might decide. Like I said, out of school next December. So who who knows? We might might start making small moves yeah. uh might make merch i don't know yeah i still have the i'm not gonna say you know what i'm not gonna say my ideas because i'm <laughs> you're not stealing this i'm sorry we yeah, got money ideas. ideas we got money ideas uh just nobody still our booking ideas either because yeah, we're definitely gonna do like a company at some point we you know what if deadlock can do it we can do it oh so. we can for sure for sure it's not out of question we can do anything we set our mind to yeah. just a matter of time uh anyway i should probably go get this edited and it's probably like midnight for best in england so i mean <laughs> it's nearly 10 o'clock we, so, yeah. we did start pretty late like, yeah uh, yeah I, I had stuff to do it is whatever that then my stomach was like, yeah, you're gonna get a stomachache right now, brother. Uh, yeah, and then I was like, you know what's a great idea? Getting drunk. <laughs> <laughs> That's every week. Any time about. To be fair, I'm just like, you know what? It's a Friday. Let's have a couple of beers. But yeah, we hey. had we're on the fourth Asahi, so. Hey, we, hey, hey no, whatever. Uh, but yeah, let's probably get all this uh, taken care of. So we're gonna continue to do our half-assed best, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>